Social Media Serenity, podcast episode number 44. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name's Eric Fisher. And we're coming soon to a venue, maybe near you, if near you happens to be in Columbus, Ohio. We want to invite you to come out and join us live this weekend. Eric, tell folks what we got going on this weekend, my friend. We're going to PodCamp WordCamp Ohio. Exactly. It is going to be held Columbus. this Saturday. Um, I'm not sure what time it starts. I'm sure it starts about ten, nine, 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning. 9.30 yeah. in the morning. Anyway, uh, come to Columbus, Ohio. Uh, now, do we know yet what time our live show is? I I'm not aware of it. I'm just hanging out all day. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Just come <laughs> to PodCamp. Oh, and, and Daniel says yes. So maybe okay. they just finally got this put I've together. Not, I've not been notified yet or okay. f- seen it come through on a feed or anything. So he says, I put you on the schedule at, and he's telling us. So I'm waiting. Drum roll. Drum roll. Hold on. I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll do. Uh, here we go. says just keep this going it'll take a minute <laughs> whatever That's great. i thought that that wasn't even the extended version i know oh here oh. and this just in nothing nothing we haven't we still right, have well, no well, idea okay we'll just move on all right. Anyway, if you're free on, if you're listening to this live or soon after it's released, if it's today, I guess, I don't know, um, or the day of, and you're near Columbus, Ohio, uh, it's Saturday the 19th, PodCamp, WordCamp, it's free, come, it'll yes. be fun. In fact, there'll be another session when you come there, make sure that you also come to the session called How to Make Money with Your Podcast, because that's what I'm going to be talking about as well. Hey, let me throw this out too. There's another thing called Social Media Breakfast. If you look that up, it's kind of like PodCamp, but it's with breakfast. It's PodCamp with breakfast. And actually, I missed one in Indianapolis this morning because of this show and going out of town for PodCamp, but whatever. Yeah. But they're all over the place. So like PodCamp, like WordCamp, there's one in your state. So even if you can't meet us, meet with your local social media fanatics. Seriously. Yes, get your, get your get your fix. That's all that takes. All right. So anyway, uh, the first topic on the agenda for today is Eric. You are fresh back from a fast. Do you want yes. to tell people about it? All right. Well, um, I took a week off from Twitter and Facebook, and I I still looked at email because you know, hey, if something happens to your bank account and they email you, that's not a good thing to not know for a week. So. Um, and I did give a uh, allowance to check email and Google Reader 
twice a day, once in the morning, once in the evening, and that was it. But other than that, I stayed off the internet. And it went pretty well. So it wasn't like the longest week ever? You weren't like twitching and stuff like that? No, not at all. And and I write a really big, well, not big, but a fairly good-sized blog post over at my blog at ericjfisher.com. That's Eric with a K. And that goes into more detail. But let me just say, basically the main point for me was I learned it's not that hard. It's good to do. And in fact, I'm actually going to try and institute a one day a week where I do this from now on. Nice. Because there's just, I mean, you take a day where you're not moving at full speed and, you know, social media Sabbath is what I called it. Right. And, uh, and I'll probably do it Sunday and I'll probably just say, look, Sunday's a day with the family and sorry, internet, you don't get my attention today. They do. Very cool. Well, so. you know, one of the things I haven't ever done a social media fast, although, you know, it, it, well, technically speaking, I've never done it. Uh, I've certainly gone away on vacation and just not thought about any of the stuff. Um, even on vacation though, I'll occasionally will send out a tweet and check out what's going on on Twitter. In fact, Believe it or not, when I go on vacation, it's one of the times I'm actually a little bit more connected to social networking than other times. And that's really weird to think that I have that because I have this entire community that I connect through through social media uh, means. But I find myself, you know, one of the reasons why I love this podcast is called Social Media Serenity. It's, It's how you can be efficient and productive in building relationships with people online using Facebook, Twitter, and all the other billions of toys and tools that are out there to connect with other people, but how to do it in such a way that you just don't get sucked into being, checking it out 15 times a day. And and I'll be honest with you, there had been times, Eric, that I had actually got sucked into, you know, oh gosh, I remember, you know, knowing that Facebook was unavailable, you know, for, you know, you know, 48 seconds. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't get into my profile. And it's like, I would, something must be going on. That's I know. Important. I want to refresh. I want to refresh. And, and I remember checking Twitter all day long. And, and I remember waiting. I remember when they noti- uh, gave us the uh, announcement that they were going to give us push notifications for our iPhones. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my gosh, I can't wait because then I can finally tell when somebody says an at reply to me immediately as it happens. And, you know, I'm not like that anymore. I, I've, I've come to take a much more laid back approach to the relationships that I have and how, how fervently I, um, you know, check those things. And, and so what I've done is I've actually got to the place where, you know what, I work all day long and I've got so many things to do. I can't just be checking Twitter all day. And so just like I turned off the push notifications on my email, I've actually turned, I've actually, and and I I don't have any problem with Boxcar, and I know that we're going to try to get the people from Boxcar on here, but you know what? I've disabled push notifications from Boxcar. I don't want to be notified every single time somebody sends me an at reply because when I'm done at the end of the day, before I head upstairs, it takes only four or five minutes most to go in and look at my at replies on Twitter using TweetDeck, Hootsuite, whatever I want to do. And and I just, I see them and I respond back and have a little conversation back and forth there and some free time, some downtime before I head upstairs to, head to, out, to hang out with the family. 
you know, and then I'm hanging out with the family and I don't necessarily want all those at replies coming right back at me. I can check right. it. You know, maybe I'm going to have another, you know, five, 10 minutes of downtime before, you know, I turn in at night. And so I can check it then if I want to, but I'm not checking it like I used to. And so I think, I think the, the value here is if you are obsessively and compulsively clicking the refresh on all your social media streams, then maybe a fast might be in order. Yeah, I, I think so. And and ultimately, here's the best analogy. It's applying the TiVo mentality to your social media right. so that you, you know what you want to get out of it and you know it's going to be there when you're ready for it, but it's not important at this very moment. Yes. So that's it. I mean, and, and that's the great thing. The one, the, and the coolest thing about uh, this social networking stuff, it is it, it very much goes along with the TiVo mentality. It is time shifted. You know, you don't have to respond immediately. So uh, Jonathan in our chat room says, yeah, you're DVRing your life. Exactly. <laughs> Very cool. All right. So let's talk about uh, Facebook for a second. Um, they've pretty much made it easy to like anything in the world now. Yes. And, like book. Exactly. It is like book. Uh, and now they've given us the ability to like people's comments on posts, photos and, pic, <laughs> you know, and everything else. Yes. So like you could, uh, for so example. Like, so like, yeah. So like, uh, like totally liked your like comment that you liked back to my comment when I liked your post you posted about liking the Facebook like buttons. Wow. That was a hole. Yeah. I, I want to be able to, <laughs> I want to be able to see that Eric Fisher liked something on his profile and I want to like that you liked it. Yes. That's where I want this to go next. <laughs> I think that's what this is, isn't it? No, 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 it's, not yet. This is, this oh, is, you want to be able to like someone liking something. Yeah. I like that. Yes. You like this. Oh, that's great. That's what I want. And then I want to I want you to be able to like that I like that you like it. It's inevitable. So that I can like that you like that I like that you like it. Yeah. Yeah. Now that was even a better rut hole. Yep. <laughs> anyway, so the whole idea here, you go to somebody's wall profile and you see their post and of course you can like it. And but of course you could even you could actually even do something <gasps> with your fingers and type a response. What? Yeah. Believe it or not, you could actually go to somebody's wall and you could see a status update or you could go to your news feed and see their status update and you could actually type in a comment if you wanted to. If you wanted to. And This is news to me. Exactly. You don't have to just hit the like button. You can actually say something to that person. But in the event now that you actually say something in response, this is called a comment. Now people can actually see your comment and they can like it. Like oh, so they can like your comment. Yes. So that's what they're that's what they've done this week with Facebook. They've yes. given us more things to like. I think um Eric, I'm going to be I'm going to throw this out here. No, first of all, you know what I don't see? If I go to my Facebook profile, which I'm going right now, and by the way, that's at facebook.com/cliffravenscraft. All right? And I can see here that it says I'll be recording 10 podcast episodes today from 830 to 530. Uh, come join the community, blah, 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 blah. And Ian Westerman says working hard. He left that as a comment. So now I can like it. All right. So I've just liked what he just said. And then now I'm actually pulling up my profile and I don't see on my profile anything special. Now, 
I do know that if I click some like buttons, other places on the web, I get this little recent activity and it says Cliff likes this over right here. Click here and it takes you to where he liked it. And I can certainly see that. But does that show up in my news? Does that show up in news feeds? As far as you liking it? No, as far as, yeah. If, if, let's say if you're my friend, does that show? Do, do, will, I don't think so. See that it only shows up on my profile, right? I went to went to my newsfeed and I don't see anything in regards to you liking that guy's comment. Well, right, and and here's the deal: I have never seen in the newsfeed ever where it just says somebody just liked this. Instead, you always see like status updates. You see people's photos in your newsfeed, but you know you never you never actually see in the newsfeed just says, "Hey, Eric Fisher just liked this." In your news feed. Not in the news feed. It's a notification. It is a notification? Yeah. Well, down in the, or sorry, up in the upper left next to Facebook and then the friend requests, messages, and the little world thing. The world thing is notifications. And you should probably see that I liked that too. Or maybe you don't. Maybe he does because it was his comment. He does. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but no, so, but so basically the question here, the reason why I bring this up is, okay, what's the value in liking things what's and, the point? and what's yeah. the value in having this? And, and what I've heard, I've, I saw some reports out there that says, you know, people's web traffic to their blogs and websites are increasing by astronomical percentages as the result of adding the like button. And so it's not showing up in the newsfeed. So really the only way you can see what I'm liking is if you actually come to my profile, you look at my wall, and it'll well, actually that's different. and it shows you're talking up on, about something different. What you're you're talking about liking something out on the web, right? That does get sent back to the newsfeed. Mm, I don't. I've never seen that liking in my newsfeed. Comment. It's different. Uh, uh, well, uh, me, yeah. So go and like something. And let me let me go find something to like. Go to podcastanswerman <laughs> There's a like button there now. All right. Let me do that. All right, everybody do this. Go to, go to podcastanswerman.com, go to the most recent episode there and click like. And I want to see if anybody uh, that I'm following shows up and it just says that you like this. Okay. Latest and stop expecting overnight success, scrolling down to the bottom. Oh. <clears throat> and there's a little like button there. Oh, that freaked me out because when I went to Podcast Answer Man, the... Uh, Live feed is there, and I'm hearing the echo on delay. So, <laughs> nice. Anyway, all right. Let me. Okay, like. Okay, so you just liked it, and I am now looking. I am refreshing my news feed, and I see nothing from Eric Fisher. And I know that I follow you, and I know that I tell it to send me lots of your stories, but I don't see it in my news feed. But if I go to your, if I go to your profile, so let's go. What is it? Facebook.com/slash Eric J Fisher. Yes. All right, so I'm going there. That's Eric with the K, the letter J, F-I-S-H-E-R. So I am going to Facebook.com. And, well, oddly enough, I don't even see it there. We broke Facebook. Did we break it? I know I've seen people liking articles out on the web and then having it come in to the news feed before. You I've sure, seen it happen. Are you sure that they didn't just like it, but instead maybe actually shared it? That may be. Because see, I think but, it, if you share a story, it, it shows up. But uh, no, here's but the for thing. it to not even go to my profile makes me think something's not working. Yeah, right now something's not working because so 
because it it should say recent news and it shows up in your in your wall in the same way that you know eric just became friends with so-and-so right and see and and that's not even there he's saying scroll down to recent activity oh there it is okay so you have to scroll down so it is on your see it is on your wall and see how it's hidden it's not the most recent thing you just did either i don't like that yeah, it's it's it didn't put it in order. Let's be linear here. Come on. Yeah, so there it is. It says Eric Fisher likes one sixty three podcast answer man. So so and, and like I said, this is like it's like I said. Um, nah. Anyway, this is this is the only place that I see that you know you clicking the like button does anything. So it says recent activity. Cliff likes or Eric likes podcast answer man. Eric and Karen are now friends. Eric likes social media uh, fast results. And Eric commented on Paul Criff's Paul's status. So those, that's in your recent activity. And that is one, two, three, four, five. That's six posts down on your wall in your recent activity. I don't know. Yeah. That That's ridiculous. So, but, but the thing is though, you know, clicking like, and if somebody comes to your wall and they are reading your wall like a book, then it actually, you know, they, they will see that and it is possible that it will come down. But as far as I can tell, all of this liking stuff, it's only happening, you know, it's only happening, you know, there, that's the only place it shows up is on your wall under your recent stories. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I I guess I don't see what the benefit is then. Well, I mean, if you're not seeing me do it, then how is it driving all this traffic? I don't understand that. Well, it's it's not. The thing is, is what I'm saying is there's a potential here for it to drive a lot more traffic if they would actually add this to the news feed. Right. But exactly. where it is beneficial is, for example, like you know, I have one thousand. Currently, I have one thousand eight hundred friends. And, you know, and if I click, you know, Cliff likes this, there's a chance that out of the 1,800 friends, some of them will go to my wall and they'll read through what's going on with Cliff and they'll see something. And it's like, Cliff likes this. Oh, that sounds interesting. And they'll click on it. And boom, it does take them to you. Well, that's the whole point of social media is, well, not the only point, but it's part of it is, or at least the part marketing people are interested in is this word of mouth socializing referral thing right so that kind of negates it if it's not actually doing that yeah if it's not showing it in the newsfeed the newsfeed is where i think that this stuff should be going but at the same time that draws the other part of the conversation which i think they're even bringing up in the chat room right now is that when you, you, you when you're sitting there and you're clicking these buttons all day long all of a sudden then you're just on like overload and like means yeah, you're nothing f- flooding yeah, it's just like, and, and there's, it's just too easy. So I can understand why they don't throw it into the news stream. Well, and that, for that very reason, is why I keep my, I have a mental block in my head about the, there's two different audiences for me for my stuff I do during the day. One is Twitter and one is Facebook. And I'm not going to send everything from Twitter to Facebook, right. although I'll send key things, but not everything because people on Facebook, who are more often people I know in real life that I interact with in face-to-face context will say, man, you shared too much on Facebook. And I'm like, ah, sorry. So, but Twitter people don't mind as much. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. What is this Twitter doing adding a uh, context to tweets with uh, Twitter places? What is this? Well, it is, 
I thought they'd already done this, and that's what was confusing to me at first. But ultimately what this is is they are actually not just adding like – oh, geez, there's that word again. Um, they're not just adding lo- geolocation that is nonspecific. They are adding specific location um, integration. So like for example – how like it, and it works with Gowalla and Foursquare and these these geolocation apps that are built into the smartphones and things. Um, for the the example they gave was specifically a stadium for the World Cup that was an actual like if you were tweeting from there you could say you were tweeting from there through Twitter not just through like Facebook and all these other things. Oh so, okay okay. It's not that you're tweeting from you know Hebron Kentucky. It generalized. It's I'm tweeting from Kroger, and you know, and it'll give the exact map location. So you know, more specific. Like so, for example, uh, when we're at PodCamp this weekend, uh, possibly the building we'll be in, we're going to have a ton of people using social media tools, and we'll probably see a lot of people tweet out and maybe attach this little blurb from the the exact building we're in. Right. You know, I so. this is something that, of course, it, that's if you tell it to, well, you know, if you give it the right. a, approval to know your location and stuff. And, I, you know, what I've gotten to the, it's just like, I, you know, I went, I, I got on the exciting, you know, bandwagon of location-based stuff for a little while. And and I'm totally over it at this po- point. And so I, I've told it not to integrate any of that location stuff into my tweets just yet. Yeah. I have mine turned off, too. I, I. Somebody asked me why I was using, or if if I was using Foursquare again, and why. And I said yes. And I said here's why. There's like three or four key locations locally where if somebody else that uses social media is using like a Foursquare or a Gowalla, and they they check in at those places, I want them. You know, this this is maybe my vanity peeking through, but I want them to associate me with that place. Right. If somebody's going to be associated with that place and it's in, you know, associated with being a guy who knows things about social media, then I'd like it to be me. Exactly. And maybe meet the other person locally that would be somebody to have a conversation about that stuff with. So it's kind of a networking thing too. Right. All right. What's this next thing here? Something happening with Twitter. There's a what's happening with Twitter article. What? Where did you find this and what is it? This is the official Twitter blog from two days ago. And right off the bat, they say from a site stability and service outage perspective, it's been Twitter's worst month since last October. Ah, That's them yes. flat out admitting that they've had problems. Yeah. Which is kind of unique. Well, you know, it, it, I mean, it is, it, but the, good for them. I, I, I say it's great for them. It, I, I, I have no problem when a company, you know, owns up to the fact that you know what? Hey, we looked in here, and wow, we've got some underlying problems in our code, and w- we just uncovered this, and this is much deeper than what we had th- thought of, and yeah. we're we're currently working on on fixing this issue. It's just going to take a little bit longer, and we ask that you bear with us. Yeah. You know, and, and and the great thing is, is that they realize, okay, the World Cup is is overloading us, and so we're going to at times where people will be talking about World Cup matches during those matches, we will compensate, and uh, 
put things on, you know, I don't know specifically how they're doing it, but they are going to be prepared for that overload so that Twitter still works. Right. Which I is st- cool. I still don't, I still don't know anything about this World Cup stuff. I just know it's a big bunch of soccer games, right? I said that it sounds like some major <laughs> prop from like a comic book where it's some cup somewhere where worlds are hidden in it and it's, or Doctor <laughs> Who, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> Yeah, those sports people, I'll tell you. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I, the funny thing is, is I know I follow a bunch of geeks because I, I don't see anybody talking about uh, World Cup. I sign, into, I sign into Facebook and occasionally I'll see somebody that is in my news feed and they'll mention, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe so-and-so just did this and come on, come on, come on or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that reminds me of those Super Bowl game parties that I've attended. Those people are weird. <laughs> and then I just move on. Yeah. So, so, but anyway, Twitter is, they are during, doing very brief and planned uh, maintenance every so often. And by doing that and spreading it out and doing it quickly, you shouldn't really know. I mean, I've noticed the fail whale a few more times than usual, but it's nothing like it was way back when. Oh yeah, so, absolutely. It, it It is. Keep it up. Uh, you know, if this is their worst month in a long time, then we're right. doing good. Because I, yeah. I mean, I've I've noticed Twitter being down like a couple times, but it's but of course the thing is is I, I I bet you if I used it the way that I used to use it, I would say, oh my gosh, I hate Twitter. It's hardly right. ever available. Uh, I can't say what I want to say right now. <laughs> I know. And if if you're saying that, it's time for the social media. Fast. Exactly. Turn it off. All right. Hey, let's turn to some voice feedback back that we got here. Uh, This comes from my good friend, our good friend, Amy Wright from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Hey, Cliff. This is Amy Wright from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, I'm calling for the Social Media Serenity Show. And um, I'm calling about our quick little uh, conversation on Twitter about people tweeting about TV shows. Um, I have... I have one person that I now used to follow that tweeted like every single TV show they ever watched. And spoilers, it didn't matter, just everything. And it annoyed me so much, and they spoiled so much for me that I quit following them. And um, so what they considered a spoiler... What, the, what I considered a spoiler, they did not. And they did not think that they were doing anything wrong or spoiling anything for anyone else. But in my eyes, it did. And, um, and so for myself, I don't, you know, if I want to participate on Twitter, I don't think I should have to avoid Twitter because someone's going to spoil a TV show or a movie or whatever. And so that just irritates me. And that person just does it all the time. And so it just got to a point that I'm just, I'm over it. And, you know, so it's just, you know, outraged me. And it's, you know, yeah, it's not like major TV shows. I mean, you know, but, you know, there was a great finale. There's been Glee. There's been main shows, you know. And, you know, if it had been lost, we would have tarred and feathered them, you know, we would have gone after them, we would have, you know, it would have been life or death if it had been lost, but, you know, for other things, and I'm glad that person doesn't watch Lost, or we probably would have killed them, but anyways, but it's just, you know, I think, I think people should have some common courtesy, and not be, you know, tweeting everything, and it's, 
you know, like, you know, if I'm watching that TV show, I can watch it on, you know, on my own TV. I don't need you to tell me what's going on. And um, so anyways, that's just my opinion. I don't think I should have to avoid Twitter because someone else is, you know, too retarded and they're, you know, out there posting things they shouldn't. Um, But that's just my opinion. That's just how it makes me feel, and that's my two cents. So anyways, um, but um, so I can't wait to the episode, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. All right, Eric. Let me. You 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 watch some television shows. I happen to know yeah. that you watch the television show Lost, which of course Lost is the number one television show. I think that you definitely would never want to be spoiled on if you don't like spoilers. Right. So, how do you feel about this? Do you share a lot of Amy's uh, thoughts there, or, or do you think differently on this topic? I am going to go ahead and agree with her, and just I've because I've had it happen. I've had I've actually had people tweet out about Lost while I was not watching it because I couldn't watch it live and it was I I immediately and this is not saying anything bad about the caller it's on me I when I noticed it I said oh gosh Lost is on how did I not remember that and I immediately got off the internet so that I couldn't even possibly accidentally see something but that shouldn't You know, somebody else tweeting stuff out shouldn't dictate your use of social media. I mean, if you want to use it at that time. So I think that for me, like this person did, maybe unfollowing them for a season or maybe delegating them to a certain list or or actually checking only lists that this person is not on. Those are those are alternatives to maybe unfollowing the person altogether. But. Yeah, it can be annoying, but I, I mean, I you gotta be aware. People are sharing stuff about all this, so I mean, I I have tried to avoid people talking about b- politics <laughs> myself. Yeah, well, here's uh, number eighty two fifty two in our chat room. Uh, just signed in and said, uh, I actually search for spoilers when I'm watching finale shows. I can't stand the suspense, and I want to know what happens before I watch it. Am I the only one? And no, you're not. Uh, you're not the only one. In no. fact, I remember in season two of Lost, I used to be addicted to SpoilerFix.com. And I used to read everything I could possibly find out about the TV show uh, Lost. And, and I, wanted to, I wanted to know everything. So there was a season in my life when I really wanted to be able to just get you know an idea of what might be coming in the future. Because I was so, so, same thing. I didn't like the suspense. I wanted to know what was going to happen. And, um, but, but over time I came to really enjoy the surprise factor. And so it it all comes down to personal preference. And for those who love spoilers, then go for it. It's no, it's, this is not a topic that should be any uh, concern to you at all. But, um, for those, except that if you're the one who loves spoilers so much that you freely give them online, understand there are people like Amy who desperately try to avoid these things. And, you know, of course you tweeting out what's happening and everything that you find in a, in a link, uh, is not the best thing to, you know, to see in her newsfeed. So, you know, one of the things you could say it, one of the things that somebody who likes to spoil other people or share this, these great new insights that they found about a TV show, they could say they could kind of give, a little thing, a tweet that says, hey, found this great information about the next, you know, what's coming up on Lost and and put lo- like a little sc- 
put the word spoiler in parentheses and then a link to an article or a blog post that you write. That's one way you could share spoilers with with giving an appropriate warning and not giving anything away to somebody who doesn't want to spoil. So if you want to share spoilers, that's the way that I would do it. But I totally know what Amy's talking about. She's talking about the people who actually are tweeting live blogging, if you will, live tweeting as they watch these TV shows. And they're saying, oh, my gosh, I can't believe, you know, um, I can't believe Shannon just did this on Lost. Oh, I can't believe that she's dead. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe Michael just, you know, did this. It's like I I, I certainly have seen those people. Um, I think, you know, when it comes to it, I mean, it depends on who you're following and you have to choose who you're following and why do you follow them. And I actually follow on Twitter. I follow a couple hundred people and I know that some of those people don't use Twitter the same way that I do. And some of them will do things that I don't like. And I'll I'll, t- I'll give you an example. There are people that I follow that use profanity. They use, you know, four letter F words and 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 they use some language here and there and stuff like that. And that's one of the things, to be honest with you, I just don't like to see. And I'm not going to be upset with those people because that's what they chose to do. So instead, I just quietly unfollow those people. You know, I it, yeah. I just I, I just like, you know what? I don't like to see that that I find. I find this objectionable. I'm unfollowing this person. It's not that I don't like this person. I just don't like to see that language in my feed. And so I would view spoilers about TV shows the same way that I would view, um, you know, foul language. I I see it the same way. They're both objectionable to me, but they're not necessarily objectionable to the person that's doing them. They see no, they, I mean, that's the way they talk. That's, that, that's, that's just who they, that's, that's who they are, you know, and that's what they do. So, and if you have a friend who, you know, uses the foul language all the time, well, you got to assess the relationship. How do you stay friends with people that are doing things on social media that you don't necessarily like? Right. It's social media etiquette. Right. Subject we've not yet talked about. Well, here's the one thing <laughs> that I would say that I really loved what you said is let's just say you really want to keep in touch with this person, but you don't want to, but you know, this person is definitely somebody that spoils things well then you don't you don't kept basically you create lists you know and and create list of your close personal friends that you definitely want to be able to keep in touch with that you know you know while you know these tv shows are on before you got you know you know these people are spoiler free friends and just follow just only follow your spoiler free timeline while you're trying to avoid these tv shows Oh, or yeah, when, or you can unfriend the person. I, I mean, I think those are the only two real options. What, yeah. it, well, and one third option. The other third option is let's just say this is something that you think that this friend would be open to hearing as a suggestion and open up some dialogue one on one, not through Twitter messages, because 140 characters is just enough to hurt somebody's feelings. So if they're if they're a friend, if they're literally a friend then why not shoot them an email and ask them and and start dialogue and a conversation or even better yet, if they're close enough of a friend, pick up the phone and talk to the person, you know, <gasps> did phone? I just, did I just say that? No, 
This is not the show for that. <laughs> Pick up the phone. <laughs> it's not social media phone but, call. But here's the deal. If you don't have their phone number and you don't have their email address, my question is, are they friends enough to worry about unfollowing them? And then I'd say just unfollow them. You know, first offense, yeah. boom, you're out of here. I don't know. That That's the, that's my approach. Uh, yeah. But here's the one thing I, I don't expect... I, and, and, the, and the other thing, and, and I know I shared this, and, and I'm not telling Amy how to to do this, but for me, if I am, let's just say I'm at a press screening for a movie. This happened recently. I'm at a press screening with my wife. We went to go see a movie press uh, release uh, or viewing of a, of a particular movie, and it was right before an episode of Lost. And I knew that I wasn't going to watch Lost until about an hour and a half after it went off the air. Uh, we were going to watch it via DVR when we got home. And so I stayed away from Twitter. And, and, and to be honest with you, I don't have very many friends who actually tweet spoilers. But I purposely did not look at my timeline at all because I knew that there was the potential that I would see something. And I was, I was all on my way home and I was going to go watch it and I did not want to be spoiled. So I just well, I- chose not to. Even along that same line, once I finally realized, once Lost got into its seasonal rhythm of, oh, it's on every Tuesday night at 9 o'clock, um, I would even stay off of it for the rest of the night starting you know, almost 9 o'clock because I didn't even want to be reminded that I couldn't watch it live right then while other people were tweeting out, oh my gosh, this episode of Lost is so awesome. Yeah. I just didn't even want to hear it. I was like, no, you guys are watching it and I can't. This is not fair. So I would wait till the next day. And even then I would kind of tiptoe back in to make sure I didn't see anything by accident. Yep. I started the wrong music just a second ago. But hey, um, you know, use Twitter the way that you want to use it. But understand that we're not going to be able to change the attitudes and the behaviors of other people who use Twitter and man, I'll tell you what, trying to control other people and how they do things, I've learned it's just easier just to let them be, unless it's so aggrievous and that it's hurting so many people. But I think that that just unfollowing them or creating a list of people that are safe, I, I don't know, or just avoiding it altogether for a while. That's how I handle it. And I'm not saying this is how you should. Right. I'm just saying that's how I do it. Anyway. Folks, we want to thank you for subscribing to Social Media Serenity. Give us a call, 859-757-1399, and we look forward to seeing some of you in Columbus this weekend. Until next time, join the community. 